a lot of small businesses, they, they want to grow, but they hit, they hit a plateau. And the, the way you know they're on a plateau is because they're yo-yoing. They're kind of stuck in a string. They're never going to get any farther than that string is going to allow them. And so they'll feel that tension. And so they'll get out there. They'll do business development, outside sales. But then all yeah. of a sudden they're like, well, we need to fulfill on these orders. We need to actually, yeah. you know, do this work. And they're just constantly yo-yoing. They're not really, they're not going anywhere. The company's just staying. Essentially it's a flat line, but they don't see it because it's going up and down. Great experiences build great leaders. Great leaders build great teams. This is building great sales teams. All right. Welcome back to the Building Great Sales Teams podcast, y'all. I've got a special one for y'all today. On the podcast today, I have Josh Fonger. He's the CEO of WTS Enterprises, which they are business consultants. He's a coach, a speaker. And what he does, he's taking entrepreneurs from working in the business to working on the business. We know this all too well. It's a huge problem with small business owners. He's personally coached over a thousand business owners from startups all the way to $500 million companies. Josh, welcome to the show, brother. Glad to be here. Awesome. So one of the questions that I had for you, because I remember the moment where I was like, systems, oh, this is it. This is the difference between, you know, solopreneurs and real businesses is systems, right? Do you, do you kind of remember when that was for you? Uh, well, it was when I read Sam Carpenter's book. I mean, for those watching the video, uh, you know, this book, Work the System, really changed the way I saw business and the way I did my consulting. So before I met Sam, I was a, I was a business consultant and I was flying around helping flooring store owners. And so these are typically family businesses, sometimes generational, and they have, you know, between five and 50 employees. They're doing all the work themselves. And, um, I would fly in there and then help them with their inside sales and outside sales and budgeting and uh, forecasting and merchandising and pricing and all, all sorts of stuff. And I feel like I made some big improvements with these companies and so did they. And then I would leave and then six months later I'd come back or a year later I'd come back and they would be in the exact same spot. And I was like, well, didn't we, didn't we solve all these problems? And you know, some of their employees would leave or they would, you know, chase another strategy or another rabbit trail and they would lose the, the, all the ideas and all of the, the focus that we had during our time together. And then I realized after reading Sam's book that they never actually um, documented those best practices, the infrastructure that they built. So they mm -hmm. could never repeat it. They could never be consistent. They could never measure it. They could never translate it. They could never hire based on it. I mean, you name it, the, all the, you know, all that wisdom that was put into place mm -hmm. through just sheer effort never stuck. And that's when I realized that, um, you know, I was missing a piece to my consulting and that's, that's what the work system method is all about. Uh, it makes a lot of sense. Cause if you have any turnover whatsoever, immediately the knowledge is left with that person that left in the company. Right. Uh, yeah. And some of my earlier clients, I mean, I've been doing this with Sam over 10 years now. Um, they would call us in because the operations manager just got pregnant and left or just, yeah. just died, you know, like someone just died, like, wait, we lost operations manager. They had a heart attack. We have no idea what they were doing. Our company's in trouble. We need to actually document what's in everyone's brains here because we have, we have no infrastructure actually. 
uh, or a top salesperson leaves. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's so many, there's so much liability and risk that business owners have, and they don't even realize it until mm-hmm. sometimes it's too late. I couldn't agree more. You know, it's, it's, it's funny right around the time that you discovered Sans book is actually when I owner financed the uh, company that I have now, which originally was a sales org turned into a consulting company. And I always talk about like every, every entrepreneur has that thing that makes them different or that they're really good at. And then they delegate everything else. Right. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was systems for whatever reason I had intuition to build systems early on because I knew that I was a, I was in a high turnover business. I was in door to door. And so I knew I had to build out these just concrete, amazing systems. And now we consult other companies on, on how to do that within their sales program, you know? And so, um, but no, I, I, I love it. I love that um, you were able to see somebody else's work and say, hey, there's something really amazing here. You know what I mean? And a lot of people are like, well, I need to create my own thing, you know? But mm-hmm. you, were, you were like, no, this is it. And so can you kind of walk me through the, the body of work that WTS is and kind of maybe some of the, the guiding principles? Sure. Yeah, definitely. So, um, so Sam Carpenter wrote this book, 2008. Um, it's now in its fourth edition. It's called Work the System. Mm-hmm. So first off, I'd recommend anybody checking that book out first. The, um, the company started off purely as uh, a book that Sam wrote to his employees. So Sam has a business called Centratel based out of Bend, Oregon. And so uh, I was living there at the time, and um, the company still is, is um, you know, number one in its industry to this day. And what he had done is he figured out a way to take his 100-hour work weeks and translate them down to two hours of work a month, right? And it was through having a mindset shift, which is basically instead of seeing your world as you know just these fires you need to put out and constantly being in emergency mode to realizing that actually your world and your business is made up of these separate systems. And if you isolate them into discrete, discrete, simple tasks, you're able to more easily decipher the best way to do them, document, document them, and then delegate them. And so once Sam had this kind of epiphany, which he details in his book, um, he went about and started to document the systems of his business as well as the systems strategy, which he calls a strategic objective. And then the principles that guide how decisions and the culture and the, the flow of work should actually happen. And so the book details um, how to actually document these things and then what does it look like to implement this into your business. And that's essentially what we do as a coaching and consulting company. We you know, have our live event coming up in a few weeks. And so we do an annual event. Oh, and nice. ultimately what we are trying to do is, is help as many business owners as we can. And, um, what we thought was that, you know, like millions of business owners would just come right to us and we'd start working with them. But, um, actually there's a certain type of business owner that actually works with us. And it's one that's willing to actually, you know, give up the way they're currently doing business, which means that they, they kind of enjoy being the hero. They enjoy always being there. They enjoy having all the pressure. They just, they, they love to always be involved in everything, every decision, like they love the control of always being there. Mm-hmm. We can't work with those people, <laughs> you know, yeah. they actually, they actually enjoy, they enjoy the stress. They enjoy um, it all riding on their shoulders. And there's a certain kind of personality type that just, that just likes that. And so we, we work with those owners that either don't want that, you know, they do want to be there for their family. They do want to 
you know, build a, a company that can scale. They do want to build a future that is um, sellable. Like they can actually sell their business someday. They want to build that, that value, that asset. Mm-hmm. Those people we work with and the people who've had like a really bad experience, like they've had a health issue or they've had a business scare where something tragic happened. And then they, they sign up and they say, you know what, Josh, I need to work with you because that happened six months ago or three months ago. And I, I need to, I need to do something different. You know, like it's, it's ruined my marriage or whatever it might be. And yeah. so we get a lot of people who, um, they need help getting unstuck, but it's surprising. Most, I mean, most small business owners, they, even if it's not working, they just like doing it the way they're doing it. Mm-hmm. And so they're totally content hitting, um, hitting the plateau of where they're currently at, whether that's, uh, you know, three employees or 30 employees, but somewhere in that range, yeah. they're going to plateau on how much work they can put out, how many hours they can work, mm-hmm. how much they can control everybody, how they do everything. And once they've maxed that out, they basically capped their, their earning potential. They've capped their future and what they're going to be able to do. And, um, most people, they just, that's just what they do. They, they stay there until their company goes out of business, which most do, or they retire, but that's, that's their cap. And so we don't work with those folks. That's basically it. That's fair enough. I mean, you, you only have to do it so many times before you realize, Hey, I've got to identify these people early on and make sure, uh, make sure I don't work with them moving forward. Cause it's, <laughs> it's not worth the money sometimes. Yeah. Well, you just say like, do you have, I mean, whenever I work with somebody new, I mean, I do a lot of, a lot of coaching and consulting. I always ask like, what, what would they actually do if they had more time? Cause the people that I work with, they, they get a lot of time back and they, what would I do if I had more money? And some of them make a, a lot more money. And if they don't actually have something they want to do with that extra time and money, mm-hmm. they're not going to put forth the effort, effort to shift the way they do business. And it's going to, it's not going to interest them. They're going to chase the next shiny object. But if they do have bigger plans and bigger visions, this is the only way to get there. Like you have to put these best practices into place. You actually do have to document the systems of your business. It's the difference between a small struggling business and a large successful business is that the the small struggling one doesn't have any of their systems documented. And so if you're wanting to make that shift, you do have to actually have some bigger visions for your, your family, for your health, for, you know, things that you want to do in your life. And I would say most people, they're just, they're satisfied getting by with enough for themselves or their family. And they, they kind of treat their business as, as a W2 job anyways. And so, yeah. um, uh, yeah, those people probably aren't listening to your podcast, you know, but, but, uh, again, most people don't listen to podcasts and you know, most people are, are happy with status quo. Yeah. No, I couldn't agree more. Um, what was the uh, event that y'all put, are putting on in a couple of weeks? I want to make sure we shout that out. Yeah, so we do it every year. Uh, it's the WTS annual event. Um, Sam speaks, I speak. We have some of our previous clients uh, come there and, and speak as well about this shift. And then we just we walk through the, the simple methodology. We just go through, here the, here's the fundamentals. And we make sure that everyone has a chance to work on each of the fundamentals, gets a chance to discuss it with other people, other peers that are doing the same thing around the world. And um, we have, I certify consultants as well uh, underneath me who, who know the methodology as well. And so they're, they're there as trainers. And um, the main thing is we know this is not the, you know, the most 
exciting topic in the world. I mean, most people have, you know, the, the newest advertising technique yeah. or the newest gadget. And this is not the newest gadget. This is actually something that has worked. And it's this, this whole concept has worked for hundreds of years. So the concept is not new. It's um, actually being with uh, people who are, who are dedicated and focused to, you know, build a business the same way any franchise is built, right. And get these systems in place. And so um, we say that we're for serious entrepreneurs who are mature. That doesn't mean you need to be older because I've got clients in their you know, 20s and 30s, yeah. but you need to be mature enough to realize you're uh, not it. You're not, you're not <laughs> it. The company's not you. And um, that there is some wisdom from just doing things the right way consistently and not always chasing the, the next fad. Because this is not about chasing fads. It's about getting focused, uh, just delivering consistent, great results to your customers. And it's about alignment. And you've got to slow down to align your, your, your strategy, um, you know, your strategy, your assets, your sales, your marketing, your, you know, every aspect of your business needs to be in line, systemized. And that's where, um, things get really simple. They get really fast and you can really, um, expand and scale naturally without having to be so, so much caught in, um, constantly dramatic innovations right yeah. um, so that's that's the key yeah we see it we see it happen all the time over the past couple of years you know whether it be crypto or mm -hmm. you know the new funnel closing technique or ai now mm -hmm. you know it's like everybody's they just love putting it out there like if you're not using ai you're going to get left behind left right. behind what <laughs> saying like you know obviously there's there's ways to utilize it you know but it, it's one of those things like you really have to check it against your core values and make sure that, that, Hey, this is what I want to represent, you know? So for me, like a lot of, uh, you know, people in my space are using it for their, their social media posting, mm -hmm. you know, but if I did that, I feel like I'd lose my voice, you know? So mm -hmm. I, we, we use it for things like commenting and sharing the podcast on, uh, questions and stuff like that in Facebook groups, you know? So we utilize it. It's just not going to be everything. You know, and I think that's what people want. They want this thing that's going to be everything for their business. And they end up realizing, hey, at the end of the day, it's my business that makes the difference. You know what I mean? That it's going to make that incremental increase, whether it be 10,000, 100,000, whatever the case is, or in the uh, efficiency or happiness of my my people, you know? Uh, definitely. Yeah. And a lot of the, at least, and I'm kind of biased to, to this because I've, I've mm -hmm. been um, working from home for, Gosh, I want to say like 16 or 17 years now, and I've worked with a lot of online entrepreneurs and internet entrepreneurs, and I've, I've seen so much come and go that mm -hmm. if you're not actually delivering value to your clients in a way that's transformative, um, you're not going to last. I mean, you might have come some technique, some AI hack, something that that temporarily gives you a boost, usually in vanity metrics, not actually real right. value. Um, as soon as everyone catches on and the barrier to entry with all these new technologies, very low. Um, the value of what you just did is, is essentially nothing because it's just ubiquitous. Everyone can do it now. And so um, I tried to get out of that game with regards to uh, delivering different hacks or different uh, technologies mm -hmm. because they go outdated so quickly. And really it's about, uh, for me, what is my client, need and what is the customized solution we can deliver and then how do they 
you know, build their own secret sauce and document it in a way that actually is going to consistently produce results and, um, you know, yeah, be aware of the new technologies, leverage them when they make sense. Um, but a lot of times the new technologies just add more complexities, more consultants and more rework. Um, so I'm a big proponent of first understanding, you know, in an analog way, the best way to deliver value to your customers mm-hmm. and then getting faster at doing that with real people, you know, when possible, and then, and then integrating technologies that, you know, are going to actually stick around and, um, you know, for some businesses, you know, if you've got an Amazon business, you probably have to use a lot more technology, a lot faster, just because right. you might be selling commodities, but in the consulting world, like what, what you and I do, um, so much of it comes down to, you know, real human to human, you know, interaction strategy, uh, coaching, um, understanding uh, barriers, you know, whether they're personal or professional or team related, and then making sure that you can overcome those, those barriers or those traditions that are built within a culture. Mm-hmm. And it's not so much a, you know, here's the technology stack you need and then your problems are solved because they're, they're not. I couldn't agree more. I've gotten plenty of technology stacks that I've purchased and it's like, and if you don't know how to execute on those, you know, it gets real difficult real fast. Uh, yeah, and if you have an amazing thing to to sell, uh, it doesn't even matter if the technology is any good, right? Um, and I and I early on in my consulting days, I had several several mentors helping me out mm-hmm. as a consultant, and you know, one of them, I mean, he made at least a half million a year, and he had no website, and this is like seven years ago. He had no website, he had no social media, he had no business card, and he would just he would just he was just a really genuine guy. He was really smart and mm-hmm. he would just listen, ask good questions. And then he'd say, you know what, I can help, help you with that. And then he would just start helping them get a percentage of the up, you know, increase yeah. off to the races, like so simple. And people loved to work with him and he didn't get stuck in, you know, like no one knew his name, no one knew his face. Mm-hmm. He wasn't a celebrity, um, but just consistently being available and doing quality work he didn't have a huge team. Now, of course he didn't have a business he could sell. Like it was, there was no right. entity there, but I was just like, wow. So you really can just deliver great value without having all of this extra uh, vanity metrics that, that really play into the world we now live in, which didn't exist 20 years ago. Yeah. Right. And so, um, you know, so, so sometimes I'm, what I'm doing with some of my current clients is actually, dumbing down part of their selling processes because I know that they've invested so much money and time and things that get eyeballs, but they've just forgotten to call leads, you know, just call them. <laughs> Have you tried calling them? Like, well, we've, you know, we've instant messaged them and then we've uh, tried to find them on Facebook and then we've tried to do this and that. I said, well, have you called them though? Like, no, we haven't, we haven't done that. Oh, well, you know, maybe they just want some help. I don't know. I mean, so sometimes people will, will lose, um, they'll, you know, cause selling's hard. I mean, you know about selling it. It's face to face. You get rejection. People don't necessarily like it. That makes them feel mm-hmm. comfortable. And so you can feel like you're doing a lot of work without actually getting a chance to do any work. And so, um, I always try to push people towards the, the systems that are going to do that mm-hmm. first before you get lost in, um, you know, technology. No, you're right. Everybody wants to sell virtually and sell in the DMs or sell through a funnel and be able to automate, you know, one of my friends posted this the other day about passive income, you know, and that passive income only really comes after 
a ridiculous body of work. You know what I'm saying? Whether you're building a real estate portfolio or you're building a business, true passive income doesn't happen until you build, you know? Yep. And so all these guys pushing passive income off of nothing, you know what I'm saying? Where it's like, you just put the money in and it goes that we, we, we know in general business principles that that's not true. Yep. Unless somebody's just literally giving you money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so tell me about, uh, you have a concept that you'd like to talk about, which is a yo-yo business. Can you kind of walk us through that real quick? I, I think I have sure. an idea, but um, I wanted to, to kind of talk about that. Well, real quick, uh, now that Ryan's got the page up, um, can you tell wh where's your conference based? It's virtual. Yeah. So we've oh, got cool. clients in probably a hundred different countries, okay. right? And so we want to offer it in a way that's inexpensive and mm -hmm. allows everyone who's ever worked with us before to really be a part of it and to get a refresher and okay. uh, yeah, to fix their business. And so... Yeah, I mean, I guess this is live stream. So right now we have a 50% off for early registrants mm -hmm. and it's going to be at the end of March. So yeah, Fantastic. Sam Carpenter is going to be there as well, the author of the book. And so he always draws a big crowd in terms of people who want to, uh, you know, hear the latest systems thinking from the owner and author himself, uh, Sam Carpenter. So yeah, it's, it's going to be a really good event. It's going to be a uh, full day, all virtual breakout sessions. And uh, so it'd be some fun. Man, I've got I've got calls that afternoon, but in the morning I will be on. I definitely yeah. want to check that out. It sounds awesome. Cool. Yeah, love to have you there. Um, so yeah, we put it on every every year because again, it's one of those things where people they get super excited about it. They read the book. They're I'm going to do this. They you know they start to build some systems for the business, and then a fire breaks out, an employee leaves, a new vendor mm -hmm. you know um, cuts you know cuts ties with them, whatever it might be, lose track of it. And then they come back and they're like, oh yeah, I really, I still need to get that done. Um, and they're, they're still in this, this nightmare. And so we want them to know that, um, you know, once you change the way you think there is work to be done um, and you just don't want to lose momentum. And uh, Sam refers to it as, you know, building assets to build freedom and it's one brick at a time. And so you, you do have to actually build out these, these assets of your business, but they do, they do last when you build them. And so um, that's kind of the, the idea. And he details in his book about one system he built, which was, you know, decades ago, but it was, it was the way to uh, deposit a check, like a physical check would come in the mail, like how to actually deposit it. Mm -hmm. And because um, back then, this is maybe two and a half decades ago, he was going to the bank and like physically depositing checks. Now, of course, there's ways to automate that now. But the, the point is he documented a system, handed it to someone else on his team. And mm -hmm. instead, of, instead of spending two hours a week, doc, you know, depositing checks someone else did it and he got two hours of his life back every week and he had the simplicity of knowing that this is going to be done right consistently the same way every time yeah. because now it's written down um yeah so that's what the event's about no i love it and uh you know going back to the the yo-yo business you, you kind of described it a little bit there where all right we have this idea we semi-implement it you know what i mean and then um somebody leaves and now we don't have the person that was responsible for it anymore. And now we got to train somebody new on it, but everybody has their version of that mm -hmm. system. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm assuming the yo-yo has to do with that. It, a little bit. Um, but I'll, I'll take a different direction. Um, and you probably see this in, as a, um, you know, as a sales trainer and sales coach is that a lot of small businesses, they, they want to grow, but they hit, they hit a plateau. And the way you know they're on a plateau is because they're, yo-yoing they're kind of stuck in a string they're never getting any farther than that string is going to allow them and so um they'll be at a kind of a low point so sales are low 
you know, we need to drive more sales. They'll feel that tension. And so they'll get out there, they'll do business development, outside sales, you know, call previous customers, and they'll, they'll drive some more sales. So those sales will go up, but then all yeah. of a sudden they're like, well, we need to fulfill on these orders. We need to actually, you know, do this work. And so they, they stop selling, they stop marketing, they stop doing outside sales and they try to actually deliver on that work. And so the next, you know, three months, six months is all about delivery, but then it starts going back down and then they're like, Whoa, we don't have our pipelines dried up. We've yeah. got to make some sales. And they're just constantly yo-yoing. They're not really, they're not going anywhere. The company's just staying, essentially it's a flat line, but they don't see it because it's going up and down. Um, but it's really not going anywhere. And so, when I see a company that stayed about the same size over a long period of time, um, and I look at, I mean, I review their financials, then I'm like, well, I think you really, it's, it's time for a, a you know deep look at the strategy of this business and where is it actually going? And is the infrastructure set up so you actually can get, get anywhere? Or, you know, the way you set up your team, the way you set up your systems, the way you set up your you know, pricing, really everything, is it set up to just be static? And oftentimes companies, are, they're just not even aware of that because they've never even thought about how to build their business to grow. Their business has just been built to um, pay them enough to survive and pay their team enough. And the strategy is more about how do I get paid enough to make everyone happy? Mm -hmm. And when you're in a company like that, subconsciously, you and your team are never actually trying to sell more because then you'd be more busy. So we don't want to sell more. And, uh, so really it's just trying to keep that equilibrium. And so we try to help people know, like you can cut the string, you actually, you know, the sky is the limit, but you do need to, to shift the way you think and you need to shift your strategy. And then of course you need to shift your systems. Yeah. I'm in the, the middle of the yo-yo right now because I went full-time consulting, uh, January 1st. Oh, and okay. of course, you know, brought on seven clients, you know, six figures in consulting fees and everything. And then started fulfilling <laughs> and then not filling my pipeline. And I know all this stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is literally what I teach clients and it's figuring out, okay, like how do I create a cadence throughout the week that, you know, and one of the things I'm doing is 30 minutes of prospecting three times a week. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then of course our, you know, we have, we're heavy, heavy social media. Mm -hmm. So what I realized is, okay, the cadence of my social media is like value, value, document, family value and mm -hmm. then like maybe a hook mm -hmm. six or seven posts in you know which is like that that needs to be a little more apparent throughout that if somebody new comes to my page they see well at the top of the page i have an offer and then mm -hmm. three posts later i have some type of uh, guiding you to an offer or some type of lead generation tool whatever the case is and so because i wasn't i don't have those systems in place though you know the pipeline dried up you know mm -hmm. what i mean <laughs> and so which it, it, it isn't a, a huge deal because, you know, the fulfillment systems are still being created too, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, I don't want to overdo it and then not have the systems in place to execute, right? But, uh, yeah, definitely. So as consultants, and I've, I've sold consulting a lot of different ways over the, over the years. Yeah. I mean, there are ways to, to package it into inexpensive trainings. There are ways to package it into group trainings. There's ways to package it into live events. There's a lot of ways to package consulting, but... Uh, I mean, right now, like this is one of my funnels going on great podcasts, yeah. uh, having a chance to, to meet uh, your audience. And mm -hmm. then, it, but it's a very simple funnel. So they go to our website, wtsenterprises.com, mm -hmm. and then they schedule a call with me and then I start working with them, right? Um, it's a very, very simple funnel. And we found that different buyers um, react better to different funnels. Mm 
mm-hmm. right? Um, and this could be different for your business, but at least for our business, if we, we focused, we previously focused a lot on social media. Mm-hmm. And so we would have, and again, I'm not an expert in social media, but we have a lot of people following or liking or sharing or whatever it might be, a lot of eyeballs. And those people tended to be most interested in the, the lower price offers, mm-hmm. the lowest price products, you know, maybe a couple thousand dollars or less. Yeah. And what happened is they didn't, they weren't the kind of people who were going to do larger consulting engagements. Mm-hmm. And so, and we had to do a lot of marketing to get them in there. Whereas people who are interested in, in working one-on-one, interested in, in actually having a, a deeper uh, relationship and having that coaching, they're more willing to spend, you know, 50, dollars $200,000 with us, okay. but they want to hear from me and they want yeah. to talk to me and they want me to, to customize a solution for them. And so, you know, they're not, they don't even care if we're on social media. So it's a, it's a different kind of buyer, um, mm-hmm. with a different kind of process. And so we wanted to make sure that our process met our ideal buyers. And so, so sometimes it means simplicity. Sometimes it means, it means less, yeah. right? Um, like I just had a client sign up uh, to work with me a few weeks ago and she submitted a podcast. She owns a $10 million, $10 million a year business. Mm-hmm. Um, it does like, a construction signage and striping for like road work, yeah. you know, of, of all things. And, um, she's like, I saw you on a podcast. So I scheduled a call discovery call. It's a good fit in terms of what mm-hmm. they want to do to grow their business. Yeah. And that's it. Uh, so, um, I think that sometimes the simplicity of funnels, cause you know, the, the more steps you have, someone has to go through, uh, the more, um, you lose them along the way. And the yeah. more money you have to spend to try to get them to the finish line. And so we always try to, when we're working with clients, is how do we shorten the distance from acknowledging that you exist to buying? And if we can make that happen in 24 hours instead of two years, you yeah. know, two years of social media, uh, we want to do that, right? And so however we can make that happen, that's our, our goal. And we try to help our clients see that as well in terms of what they're trying to achieve. Um, but uh, anyway, so hopefully for those who are, are doing a lot of social media, hopefully that gives them a different perspective um, on how to, how to actually translate eyeballs to, to money. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And, you know, I think what you'll find is when they go looking for you, they typically have a problem, you know what I'm saying? Versus mm-hmm. like social media is more of a passive, like, hey, I know Doug exists, you know what I mean? And I know this is something I might need to do, but I'm not crazy motivated to do it right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, that, and people who've been watching me long enough know that I'm, I'm not that exciting. I'm not that good looking. I'm not that much, I'm not that much fun. Uh, uh-huh. I'm not very fun either. So like me on social media is, is kind of boring. Like there's better, there's better options, right? There's a lot of better options in terms of like enjoying yourself. Uh-huh. Uh, so if you want to enjoy yourself, don't look for me on social media. <laughs> it's not going to be any fun. Um, so I really am saying, but if you want to fix your business, then we should just talk. Right. Um, and uh, I'm sure you can find me. I've, I've probably been on a couple hundred podcasts. So there's other stories that are more interesting than what we're sharing right now. But the point is um, stories will only take you so far. Inspiration will only take you so far. Motivation will only take you so far. And so, and those are all good things and people need those things. They need inspiration. Um, they need creative thinking, but uh, that's just not the arena we play in. And so we've realized that social media is not a great arena to, you know, entice somebody because we don't have any, exciting hooks. Gotcha. Yeah. So what's, what's next for you guys in y'all's business? Uh, what's next for WTS? 
Yeah. Well, the next thing, of course, the annual event, um, you know, working with clients, I really, I really do love what I do. So always getting new clients is, is great for me. So yeah. if you're watching this, you're like, Hey, I want to work with Josh. You go ahead and, you know, reach me and uh, we can do that. The, um, the other thing is certifying consultants. I still certify consultants. So those who, Fantastic. you know, they read the book, work the system and say, yeah, I want to be uh, a certified consultant. Then um, I do that as well. And uh, Sam Carpenter, the author, he's still putting out videos every week uh, about systems thinking and how to, you know, reflect on what to do with your personal life, your energy, your time, your family, mm -hmm. um, and how this new way of looking at the world can really fix a lot of problems in life. Oh, I love that. I can't wait to hear from him on the conference. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm excited. Is he gonna? Is he gonna speak in the morning or just? Uh, in the He's going to do a morning session. He's also going to do uh, a lunch session. So a nice. lot of people have been followers of him for you know, over 10 years. And so mm -hmm. they like the opportunity for just a Q&A session. So we always give a Q&A with the author uh, during lunchtime. And so who knows what people are going to ask, but he's open for anything. Awesome. I mean, and that's that's where the real magic happens is in the q and I love, I love Q&A sessions because it's, they're, they're specific to that person. But what ends up happening is the 10 people around them have the same problem. You yep. know what I mean? They were just too afraid to ask. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And business owners, they all relate. I mean, they all have the same issues, whether it's employee issues or mm -hmm. family issues or running out of time or you know, customer service. They all have the same issues. And so um, Sam does a really good job of kind of taking a one layer above or one layer deeper in terms of how to actually address it and then how to fundamentally shift the way to solve that problem, but then a whole host of problems in your business. No, I love it. Okay, so I asked this of every one of my guests at the end of the podcast, and um, it's a it's a question that's important to me, and I actually do a talk on this, and uh, I, I I love to hear everybody's answers because they're they're so di diverse, but they typically center center around one thing. So the question is, uh, what does legacy mean to you, and what legacy do you want to leave behind? Yeah, legacy. Okay, well. Um... You know, I'm a Christian, so eternity matters to me. And so making sure that, you know, whatever I do glorifies God. And so that's number one. And then making sure that uh, what I do is going to help my kids. We've got four kids. And so um, I'm always thinking about how do I work and lead in a way that's going to impact them so that they can carry the legacy on. So that's probably the way, the way I define it. Oh, I love it. Mm -hmm. Well, Josh, I appreciate your time today. Thanks for uh, connecting with us and jumping on the podcast, introducing us to the Work the System book, as well as the WTS conference coming up here in a couple of weeks. I'm excited to see that. And uh, I appreciate you coming on the show. Yep. Glad to be here. Thanks, Doug. All right. Let's get building. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Building Great Sales Teams podcast. We really do appreciate it. As you know, we believe that great leaders build great teams. How do you become a great leader? You learn from the greats. Join us at the Million Dollar Mastermind put on by Ryan Stuman in Frisco, Texas, and learn everything that you need to learn to be that great leader. The link will be in the description below. As always, we ask that you like, share, and subscribe wherever you consume podcasts so you can stay up to date with the Building Great Sales Teams podcast. Let's get building.